0: All right. Well, praise God that we're here today. I Joey Joey is uh not with us today. He's having some complications with his arm still. We want to keep him in prayer. Um I think he's uh he's going to go back to the doctor today to have it to have it checked on. So, we want to keep him in prayer. I want to keep the uh, our church in prayer cuz you know, the Lord, the Lord moves through us to reach the community. The Lord through, moves through us to reach the world. So um, it's all we can do is do our part, you know, um, and have faith and hope that what we do is going to mean something. So I'll, I'll pray and then we can start going into, uh, we're going to be in Acts 14. We're picking up right in where Joey left off, or uh, actually Mark left off last week. Sorry, Mark. Mechanicsburg Christian Fellowship. Okay, never mind. Dear God, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to be here. We just thank you for, uh, Lord, your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, we thank you that you send your Holy Spirit as a comforter, as a guider, as someone um, to lead and to give us boldness, uh, to give us hope in times of despair. Dear God, and I just ask that you will fill this place with your Holy Spirit. I asked you to, to touch those that are, have scars and, and that are those that are hurting. God, work through each and every one of us to show the love that you have. God, I ask you that you will give us the courage to boldly go out and proclaim uh, your name and live it by the example um, that we show what Christ is. Lord, I ask you to bless the message, Lord, I ask you to bless uh, uh, Pastor Joey, I ask you to do it for a quick healing, and Lord, uh, Lord, I ask that if there's anyone online or listening to the message today, that it will reach them, and that it will touch them and bless them. God, as all we can do is speak the truth with boldness and with love, God, I just ask that um, you would touch all the unspoken requests today. Just name we pray, Amen, Amen. So we'll start in Acts fourteen, chapter one, Mechanicsburg. I put this PowerPoint together, so this might be some effects. Pretty cool. Um, uh, go back, uh, Mechanicsburg Christian Fellowship. We glorify God by boldly making disciples of Jesus Christ. How do we boldly make disciples of Jesus Christ? By boldly living a life that is a disciple. By your friends, by the people you talk to, by the people that you're around. I'm not saying you're constantly preaching in their ear. I'm saying live a life that represents what Jesus is. Um, so we're going to t- talk about Paul and Barnabas. There's a, there's a few words to point out as we go through. You can change it now. Uh, boldness in the face of persecution. Persecution. The American church doesn't really face a lot of persecution, per se, in this country. We do in the other, other countries. Um, I think we think of persecution as when we get sick or when a, uh, we get in trouble at work or, or our wife gets mad at us all the time. We think that's persecution, but that's, I mean, that's the devil probably persecuting you, but it's learning how to be bold in the Word when you're not bold or being bold in living a life worthy of Christ when you know that you can't do it on your own. I mean, we cannot live a life worthy to call ourselves Christians without the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, with the Spirit of Christ in us. It's the only way that we can live a bold, righteous life is by equipping ourselves with the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit speak through us. Each and every day, and that means how we react to people, how we talk to people, and what comes out of our mouth. I mean, if it's not good, if it's not edifying, if it's not building up, why are you saying it? You know, that's, I'm getting off subject. (laughs) So Paul and Barnabas went as usual into the Jewish synagogues. They spoke so effectively that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed so they're speaking with boldness, they're speaking with truth, they're speaking with confidence, they're speaking with the Holy Spirit. They are not speaking. That's, that's the point. The point is, is they're allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through them to be bold, to spread the word. I think each one of us can do that. Uh, today I was like really nervous about coming up here, and I, do, I have no idea why, because I know all of you, and the people that I don't know, you don't know me anyway. So it's... <laughs> But I I was praying, and I was like, just, I got really warm before I came up here. And I'm like, this is nothing but just the devil trying to give me insecurities. And we, I'm not insecure. I'm a man of God. I'm forgiven. I'm washed in the blood. I walk with a white robe. Amen. Amen? And if you've given your life to God, you walk in a white robe. Every single day, it's your choice. Either you, either you grow closer to God or you grow further away from God. And it's your choice. It's two roads. So they, they spoke effectively and many Jews and Greeks believe. So they're being bold and you can just go to the next one. So they're being bold in, the, in persecution. They spent considerable time there speaking boldly to the Lord who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. The people of the city were divided. There's always going to be division, especially when the truth is spoken. How many times has it been unpopular for a man of God to to speak that sin is sin? I'm not saying that um, when a person sins are going to hell. God gave us forgiveness. That's what he died for. That's what we just took the bread and the wine for. I'm just saying that living a continuous life of sin is not going to grow you closer to the Lord. And there's always going to be a plot against you from the devil if you, once you start trying to walk closer. But we are victorious. Have we been defeated? Were we defeated? No, we're not defeated. We are victorious through Christ. Now, how, many, how many do you feel uh, victorious this morning? Does anybody feel? Yeah. Awesome. Look at all these hands. Amen. Yeah, Joey, he's got... He's probably jumping up and down right now. <laughs> Allow God to give you the confidence and boldness in the face of persecution, sickness, sadness, or death. I put the sickness, sadness, or death in there because the American church really doesn't face a whole lot of persecution. They do when sometimes from the media... But persecution, there's not been very many um, pastors lost their lives in America um, being persecuted for speaking the truth, Um, but we can be discouraged through sickness, sadness, death, um, discouragement, somebody talking bad about us. Opinions, public opinions, all these things are, we feel persecuted. We feel like the devil is persecuting us. But we live in, we live in victory. And, uh, Paul and Barnabas, they were sent by the Holy Spirit. They were sent by the church in Antioch. The Holy Spirit was then active and working in the church. How do I know that? Because the Holy Spirit sent Paul and Barnabas. It was active in the church. This church needs to be active in the Holy Spirit. They need to be open. And we, I really believe that we are here. I really believe that um, each one of us have the, the spirit of love and community when we come in here. I um, I encourage you just to uh, just start asking the Holy Spirit just to come more alive in your life so that you can be confident in your salvation. Confidence in your salvation. I, I want you to walk away with that today. I want you to know that You've given your life to God, you've received the Holy Spirit, you're washed clean, you walk with a, a white robe, just do the best you can and live for God. It, it will bring nothing but goodness. I know that um, some people say that, well, you know, I've never seen this, I've never seen that. You know, you know Jesus told Thomas that it was, it was better not to, not to have seen. I mean, we have, I mean, we're blessed those that, don't, that, that believe and haven't seen so there was, a plot. there was a plot against them. Um, once they started preaching the word, it says, let us focus on God. My life is hard, and it's beating you down. You know, I know I've had over the past, I would say, 10 years, I've been beat up, beat down, and it's all been because of myself. It's all been my own choices. It's always things that I've chose to do that's caused my problems. Um, I just thank God that He has given me the strength to to go past addictions, go past hatred, go past not liking anyone, you know? Being a police officer, you don't like nobody. It's just, it's a given, you know? Um, You think people are up to something all the time, and they are, see? I'm watching Mark right now, I can see him. He's got his arms crossed. (laughs) Yeah, so I had to really break through that because there was a wall there that even this past year, I would get close to people, but I wouldn't get close to people. I would talk to people, but I really wouldn't share with people. Um, And it caused a lot of heartache. It caused caused me to not be able to speak with just self-confidence. Because I'm always thinking, oh, I've, I've let God down again. Well, yeah, pick your pick yourself up, tighten your bootstraps, keep moving forward. If you look back at your mistakes, you're never gonna move forward. You can't plow and look backwards. Your your rows are gonna be all jacked up. <laughs> right? We can go to the we can go to the next one. So, they go to uh, Akinium. Is that how you didn't see that? Iconium, Akinium? Uh, they preached the preach in the synagogues that many people believed. You can go to five. And they were opposed by the Jews. Let's just read it. <laughs> the people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews and others sided with the apostles. There was a plot a foot among the Gentiles and the Jews, together with their leaders, to mistreat them and stone them. And they found out about it and they fled. Uh, you know, they were, they were embittered by people um, that did not want to believe, that thought they were sacrilegious, and driven by, by the dece- deceiver. Um, these people were sent by the devil to, to stop Paul and Barnabas, they were sent by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, through all this time, it doesn't really say that they ever stopped and cried and, and turned back and abandoned their mission. They still went forward. Even though they were getting opposition left and right, they're still moving forward. I think each one of us have oppositions in our life, especially when we're trying to do something for the Lord and it doesn't work out, and oppositions come our way, we so easily just stop and and don't pursue what God has done because we're like, oh, all these problems, this must not be from the Lord. Well, it probably is from the Lord, and that's why, you know, it's not going to be easy. Um, living for the devil is not easy either. I mean, do you know, I mean, all the problems and disease and and court and jail and all this other stuff comes with that kind of stuff, you know? I'm not saying living for the Lord is an easy street, but if you pick the two and you look at the inroad, your life's a lot better this way. Amen. You know what I mean? Cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll see Listeria. We can go to the next one. So the I'll go back. One of the principles of, the principles of courage. I, this, this is the actual principles of courage that the Holy Spirit gives you and empowers you to walk in His courage. I, you know, I read things about... Um, I was reading through some other stuff about Acts 14, trying to figure out the best way to even present this <laughs> because um, there's so many lessons in this, in this chapter that it was hard to kind of pinpoint what's important and as i read the uh, everything that kept point kept coming out to me is is the holy spirit empowered them they were sent by the holy spirit they were empowered by the holy spirit they did nothing on their own they they couldn't have um, when he was stoned when when the paul when they when they stoned him in the uh, they're around him and he got up that wasn't on his own power i mean the holy spirit was with them so in Listeria there sat a man that was lame i'm sure you guys have read this he was there from he was lame from birth he listened to paul as he was speaking and paul looked directly at him saw that he had faith to be healed and told him to stand to his feet the man jumped up and began to walk and the crowd saw this what paul had done and started shouting in their language Gods have came down to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus, Paul they called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and reefs to the city gates because the crowd wanted to sacrifice, to offer sacrifices to Paul and Barnabas. So here's a huge problem here, because they're out doing the mission of the of the Lord, they're healing the sick. And now the crowd has went from believing in Jesus, now they're starting to think that Paul and Barnabas are gods. Now, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of stories where that's what people want. You know, that, that's, what, that's what they crave for. They, they want to be, I guess, um, I guess if you're kind of psychotic, you want somebody to praise you as a god. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. I mean no I mean, who wants I mean it's it's a little loco but I mean it's that's the way that's the way it is. The, the they wanted to they wanted to, to call Barnabas and Paul gods. Now, what did they do? Did they be like or well, I mean they could have just accepted it. They'd have been brought food, money, girls, whatever, you know? But did they choose that way? No, they stayed humble. And in fact, they panicked because there's stories all through the New Testament and Old Testament where people say, oh, yes, I'm, I'm worthy to be served as a God, and the Lord shows them real quick that that's not the case. So uh, humility was given by the Holy Spirit. I'm just trying to make a case here that every, everywhere they've went, they've been with the Holy Spirit. They, they went here, they performed miracles by, by God's Spirit, And now they're having to make a choice either to stay humble or to accept all this praise. Well, obviously they made the right decision. And um, I don't think the Jews in the Antioch, they didn't like that very much. So they dragged him out of the city and they tried stoning him. This uh, This is what Paul says. Friends, why are you doing this? We are only humans like you. We bring you the good news, telling you the truth. From these worthless things to the living God, who made the heavens and the earth and the seas and everything in them. In the past, he let nations go in their own way. Yet he has not let himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain and heaven and crops in their season. And he provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy. Even with these words, they had difficulty keeping the crowd from sacrificing, sacrificing them. Then Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won the crown over. Now just prior to this, they had to leave that city because they were, they were going to get stoned, murdered. So their problems followed them. Now I, I think one of these cities is 100 miles. Is that right? About 100 miles from close to? So and they're not driving a car. I mean, they're taking camels over. I mean, they're going to, I guess, right, camels? Or foot? Or walk? I mean, they really didn't like these guys. I mean, they're going to go out of their way to go to a different city to try to uh, stop God's plan. And they can't. So what happened? What happened after he got, go to the next slide. I see his uh, opposition... Oh, there's my. Oh, that's all I had. I was supposed to spin. Oh, it was nice. Opposition instigated by the unbelieving Jews. So the unbelievers they won over um, the the fickle multitudes that they could. Um, they can. They convinced. They convinced the crowd that what Paul and Barnabas were doing was sacrilegious. They they breded. They breeded, um, Hatred inside this crowd. Um, And they drug him out of the city, and they stoned him, and they left him for dead. What does Paul do? Paul gets back up, and he goes back into town. Is that commitment and courage? I don't know. If somebody stones me, I'm probably not going to go that same direction. You know what I mean? Um, If you got a whole mob dragging you out of the city... Only by God's spirit and courage and love and compassion that you're going to go back into that city and preach the word because you know there's lost people there. How many times have your Judas that you have in your life, whoever it may be, how many times have they done you wrong or done something that you just can't forgive and you can't move on? Now, Jesus forgave us uh, Judas I believe that Paul, when he got up, he knew by the Holy Spirit what was going on. He forgave the people and he walked right back in. It doesn't say that he forgave them, but I believe that he did. It says they... It's, you can go to the next one. Oh, there you are. Wait, oh, there's a... Said, uh, Satan spreads deceit and hatred when the focus is on the true gospel and calling people to follow Jesus Christ. That's the message is for people to follow Jesus Christ, to live by the example that he lived. We're not going to be perfect people, but we can be God-like. We can, we can mirror what Jesus taught us, what he showed us. And if you have the Holy Spirit and you allow him to work in your life, that's me. Um, if you allow him to work in your life, It will come natural. I mean, you, the Holy Spirit will build on blocks and build on blocks and make you go deeper and deeper and deeper in the Lord. But you have to do it with, you have to do it with confidence. You can't approach the throne thinking that God is not going to hear you because he does. I mean, if you're, if you're young, you don't really care about the Lord and you, you're um, going on your own way, but you know that that is the right way to go. I pray that the Holy Spirit convicts whoever is in here today that just continually pushes God away because God is calling people to him. I mean, it doesn't... um, You can only run so long. And if you have a call in your life, he's going to get you. It doesn't matter. I mean, But you have to make a decision, though. I mean, that's why God gave Adam and Eve a choice because if I make you love me, do you really love me? No. No, you don't. If I, if I bargain with you to spend time with me, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to have someone made to love you because we don't make our wives love us. Well, some of us do, but I mean, <laughs> we, God, God gave us the choice to love him because he wanted, he wanted love. He wanted, he wanted to spend time with his creation. He wanted to spend time with us. Um, let's move on. So, Satan, he will spread deceit and hatred among the saints. We should always be cautious about that. You know, they. I was talking to someone yesterday and they were said something about uh, speech or something they said to another person that hurt their villains. And... What does the word say about the tongue? You know, What does the word say about what you speak to people? I mean, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, right? So what we can do is how we react or how we respond is responding with love when we're mad at our spouse or our mom or dad or whoever it may be. Because what you say doesn't come back void usually. It hurts, it scars, it's, it's painful. I mean, you can punch someone and it doesn't hurt near as bad if you really hurt them with your words. You know, I'd rather be punched than, well, no, 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 no. don't <laughs> punch me. I know, that, I know that what you say is really important um, and I know that it, it, it can cut people deep. So be careful what you say. Sorry, I keep getting off the subject here. All right, so we're gonna, So they're going to return. So he got, he got stoned. He rose up. He went back into the city. And then what did he do next? It says, um, him and Barnabas, they preached the gospel in the city. So they returned to Antioch. Oh, actually, I went ahead of you. So after he went up, they, he went back into the city. And the next day, Barnabas left for Derby. They preached the gospel in the city, and they won a large number of disciples. And then they returned to Listeria, Acania, Iconium, and Antioch. And they strengthened the disciples and encouraged them to remain true in the faith. We must go through hardships to enter the kingdom of God, he said. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in the church and with prayer and fasting in whom they put their trust. And then they sailed back to the church where they had originally come from. And they stayed there a long time with the disciples. Now the church gathered together Verse 27, it says, On their arrival, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them. So did they say all that we had done? Did they say all that we had accomplished? They took no credit. I don't see any of them taking any credit in here. They give all the glory to the Lord. I got to tell you, in my life, As far as where I've come, man, you say you don't see miracles. Oh, Lord. If I could even start with the stories. I won't, but you have no idea how far God has taken me. No idea. Um... I always thank the Lord for his grace. You know, I thank the Lord that um, you can't be too bad. You can't be too crazy. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. God is a forgiving God and he's a loving God. And he gives the Holy Spirit to you. So they returned to their trip. They didn't take any credit for what had happened. They gave all the glory to the Lord. Great multitudes were won because they preached the word with passion, they preached the word with confidence, and they preached the word with the Holy Spirit. And I got to, you can go, is that the last slide? Yeah, I'm done with them. They didn't even work right. <laughs> you know? I, I just encourage each and every one of you today. Um, I think that it's important that we make a, a commitment to ourselves, a commitment to our family, <clears throat> a commitment to our children, personally, that we go closer to the Lord. Um, you can only be a man of the house and lead your house as a godly father if you make that choice. Um, if you if you want to, I mean, um, no, God gives us free choices. Yeah. Like I said, there's two roads that we can choose. I encourage the I encourage you that uh, the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is always here. I need two or three to gather together in His name. Is that what He said? That's a promise. All right then. I I encourage you. I'm, we're going to end the service. I, I would like um either you can come up here and we can pray. This is a, can I have some backdrop music or something? Something or one of the. There you go. Um, I just want us to either you can stay in your seats. You can come up here. We can lay hands on you and pray. I want you to make a commitment to yourself and a commitment to your family and a commitment to God that you're going to allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life. He will strengthen you. He will give you encouragement. And the things that you think that you can't get past will be easy. If you've got a drinking problem, if you've got a drug problem, if you have a you-name-it problem, the only way that you're going to get past it is by this... Just asking the Lord to help you. Ask him to forgive you. And take the strength of the Holy Spirit and move past those things. I'm not saying you won't ever fail. Lord knows how many times I said, I ain't drinking no more. What was I doing? Dancing on bar table. Not the bar table, pool table. That's a long story. But it's, um, that wasn't lately, by the way. That was a long time ago. Just FYI on that one. It was like an yeah, elder last week I was dancing. No, that was years ago, but I'm just saying that I would have never been able to get past that stuff. I would have never to get past all the demons that were in my life But you have no idea how deep I was. Just in sin. and You know? And we're rose and victorious. Amen? So, I just challenge you this morning. I challenge you to make that commitment. I challenge you to make that commitment for you, yourself, and your family. And for the people around you. I mean, we need each other. We're a family here. You know, there's a there's quite a few empty seats, but it doesn't matter. We're a family, we love God, and Satan will not stop us from from moving forward. Won't stop us. So I'm gonna say a prayer. You guys can come up here, you can stay where you are, it doesn't matter, but make that commitment. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for your love. We thank you for your compassion. We thank you for your spirit. Lord, I ask that um, you said your words would not come back void. God, and we believe that. We believe that seeds have been planted. We believe that you give the increase. God, I just ask that you will you will speak to the hearts and the minds of those that need you. We all need you, God, those that are trying to make that choice or are discouraged, God, I ask you to give them encouragement. Give them the Holy Spirit. Encourage, love. Give them the works of the Holy Spirit. Let fruit be bared in their life. Lord, I, I just I, I pray blessings on the congregation and their families. Lord, today we make a new commitment to you that we will allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. It will allow compassion to flow through us. And then when people see us, they will see Jesus. With the prayer, Canucksburg, you're dismissed. If you'd like to uh, have prayer, advice, talk, or if you just want to come up and pray, I invite you Make sure you keep Pastor Joe in your prayers as well. Hi, Barry. Shout out to you. Lord, we just thank you and uh, I just thank you for giving me your attention today. I just let the Holy Spirit have your attention now.